friends. Welcome back to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I'm Lindsay Garcia, and I'm so excited for today's episode because my wonderful little brother, Andy Hager, is here to talk with me about mental health during the pandemic and really mental health in general. My brother is one of the most incredible people I've ever known, and I'm pretty certain I've probably learned more from him in life than anyone else. He's hilarious, compassionate, kind, and seeks justice for the underdog. He's an artist, a writer, and he can do impressions and voices better than anyone I know. When Andy was nine years old, he was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, a form of autism. Nowadays, you would say he's on the spectrum. So Andy, welcome to the show, bud. Thanks for doing this with your big sis. Thanks for inviting me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so pumped. It's been a long time we've talked about having you on the podcast, and finally it's happening. I think it's a good time. I know, right? I'm so <laughs> excited for it. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> so we were talking the other day about how best to refer to others with a mental disability. And what term did you tell me that was? Well, um, I remember saying that it's okay to to say autistic it for the autistic people, but but with multiple uh, multiple mental health uh, issues, I'd say. Uh, Really, I would roll more along the lines of the neurodiverse. Yes, and I absolutely loved that term or, you know, that that phrase to call um, anybody with a mental disability because sometimes you're so wrapped up in uh, what do I say that isn't offensive? And, you know, we've had to deal with that a lot with so many different things in our culture. And I think it's so good to have those conversations for everybody to be open to saying, look, I, I want to not be offensive. I want to know correctly how you would like to be addressed or how we have a discussion about mental health or people who have mental disabilities what how how should we identify them so saying that they are someone who is neurodiverse that's so cool to I think that's such a good term and it's it's so cool to now know that and that was something I didn't know until a few days ago so thank you for enlightening me with that and hopefully that will enlighten other people listening to this I sure hope so yeah. Neurodiversity. So as someone who is neurodiverse, how has the pandemic affected you most? Well, I won't lie. Uh, in the first few days, it's been really overwhelming for me because uh, I like to I like to get out of the house and uh, browse some shops whenever I have the opportunity and uh in the earlier stages of COVID-19, um, I couldn't do any of those things. And I, and I'll be brutally honest with you. I got a bad case of cabin fever <laughs> back, back in that day. I bet. And you've still kind of been really isolated. I mean, it wasn't until this past week that you went into any stores and that was because you needed new shoes. Yeah, and uh, 
I must admit, I, <laughs> I was really beside myself with choosing what new pairs to, to buy. <laughs> you pick some good ones, bud. <laughs> yes, I admit, I, I did pick some good ones. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> so what has been the hardest thing to to cope with? Is it the not going out or has has there been anything specific about this period of time that's just made it really hard to cope? Well, the social distancing, I'll admit, was something that I needed to get used to. Okay. And, um, well, I can understand where they're coming from. Uh, I'm a little germaphobic myself, but, but not at the point where I would deprive anybody of physical contact, such as hugs, a handshake, even a simple fist bump. Yes, it's definitely a crazy time in life where we're not really doing any of that. And it, it can be hard on us, especially people who emotionally want to give love and receive love in that kind of way with that physical touch. I think that's a love language. So I, yeah, I can imagine that's super, super tough. Mm. Does, has the virus itself worried or scared you at all? Oh yeah, it has. Um, I was really worried about all the people uh, getting infected with it and, 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 to say that I worried for their well-being would be an understatement. Hmm. The understatement of the decade if I could go further. But it's we're just beginning the 2020s, so... Yes. Who knows? We are. How about you yourself? Hmm. Well, I... Well, I would hope that I would take plenty of uh, safety precautions to... Uh, to protect myself against the virus in Absolutely. Ca- just in case. Yes. And I think you have been. I just wasn't sure if you if you have at all at any point during the shutdown um if you've if you've at all just been worried about contracting it or and what that would mean for your health. Yeah, that's that is something to think about. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's been really difficult for me to uh, grasp all at once. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, you know, that's the best way that I can describe it without uh, without too much of a train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so what has helped you in coping with all of the change and the unknowns of everything that's going on in the world. What is has there been anything specific that you've done that's really helped you on a daily basis to kind of free yourself up mentally from feeling any bouts of depression or sadness or anything like that? Well, one thing I like to do is um uh, uh, sit in my bedroom uh when I need some time alone to, you know, reflect on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and if I ever, especially if I ever need a place where I can calm down, because uh, 
outside in the world, uh, there's not that many choices. Absolutely not. But is there anything that you're doing that is helping you? I mean, that's good to go up and get some peace and quiet. But is there is have have you been you know, doing artwork or have you been writing or talking with friends or? Oh yeah, I have been talking with friends on social media. Uh, I've got friends practically around the world. Yes, you do. Especially in Denmark. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so that's been a really big help for me to know that I can still communicate with everyone and around the world good yeah especially uh my my closest friends yes in and out of my uh uh family uh blood family i should say (laughs) yeah yeah because you know the phrase blood is thicker than water so (laughs) yeah but anyway um with a lot of my closest friends, I've considered them uh, a family of friends. That's awesome. And I'm glad you have them, especially during this time, to talk to. In talking with your friends, especially those who are also neurodiverse, how are they coping? Well, one friend in particular has been hit with cabin fever, too. Especially since... Uh, he couldn't go to his favorite places, uh, especially when he uh, comes to visit PA. What, how would you say, or what, or what is, what would be the best way for somebody to help the neurodiverse community? Like, in what ways do you think? for the mental health of, of people, not just who are neurodiverse, but, you know, for everyone who might be dealing with some ups and downs with their mental health, what do you think is the best way to be a good friend and support people? Well, I think one good way would be to, uh, to sit and listen to your friends and family members who are struggling with a lot of depression or anxiety or or what have you absolutely ask questions and and really be there for them and check in with them exactly you feel like you've had that mm-hmm good for the most part good and uh, what really helps is uh knowing that uh, knowing that I've got a a big family of uh, friends and relatives who are there for me in my time of need. Absolutely. And and who I can be there for in theirs. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I'm so glad that you feel that way because we definitely love you so much. You're one of the best people ever. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) What is the biggest misconception of people on the spectrum or neurodiverse people in general? Well, I think one of them would definitely have to be a lack of empathy hmm. because I've, I've seen a lot of uh, 
neurodiverse people who genuinely care about one another and and do their best to show it. Oh wow. Whether it's uh whether it's on a personal level or or on or in news entries like in the media. That's definitely not one of the first things that would come to my mind, but I I can imagine, yeah. Wow. Mhm. Have you ever been made to feel like you didn't empathize with somebody? Uh, once or twice. I uh I've started to worry that maybe uh my sense of empathy uh, wasn't enough to be supportive of someone who who I was close to. No, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm I'm just glad I can be there for people who need me. You definitely are a really, really, really good friend, bud. That I do know. And you're a great brother. Like I said, I'm glad I can be here for you. Thanks, buddy. And you know, I'm not going to lie. If if I could pray to God to have me take your place uh, in your current situation, I would do it in a heartbeat. I actually know that you would, buddy. I know you would. But I am so thankful that you're not in my shoes. Hmm. Not because of any other reason other than I can handle this. And not that you wouldn't because you're very, very strong. But I'm very thankful that I don't have to watch you go through this. Hmm. Little sentimental brother-sister moment right there. Caught (laughs) on recording. (laughs) (laughs) But... Thank you for saying that, buddy. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything else that you wanted to add while we're talking about mental health or um, any other little nugget you'd like to to say for us? Well... Share with us, I guess I should have said. Well, one thing I would love to uh, point out is if... uh, if ever you're struggling with any mental health issues and you want help but you're too afraid to seek it out, don't be. Just just be yourself and and seek out that help you need and and who knows, maybe maybe someday you will. And it might be even quicker than you you'd expect. The help? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, uh, it can be from anybody, like a therapist uh, or even from a close friend or relative. Yes, absolutely. Do not, do not hesitate to speak out. If you are someone listening to this and you are in need of some help and you just don't feel like you have anybody in your life who you can personally reach out to and talk with about what you're going through, there the Mental Health America Hotline is a texting organization. You can text MHA to 741741. And that is Mental Health America. It's a nationwide organization nationwide organization that provides assistance through this text line you'll be linked to someone who can guide you through a crisis or just provide information or just be there for you so definitely 
that's at least send out a text. Text MHA to 741741. I'll leave that in the show notes as well. And that sounds like that sounds like quite a helpful organization. Yeah, I mean, I I had never really I just had to look it up because I wanted to know if there was um a mental health help health helpline. Um, and obviously there are the fact that there's a text service is amazing. I think that's incredible because a lot of people nowadays sometimes don't even feel comfortable making a phone call. They just would rather send a message. So for other people who are scared, that's definitely a way to reach out. And I hope that if anybody listening needed to hear that, please take advantage of that. Yeah, that sounds like something right up my alley. I'll I'll be sure to consider it. Well, there you go, bud. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I have absolutely loved it, and I really appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit about you, and we're going to have to do this again. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me on here. Love you, bud. I love you too, Lou. Have a wonderful day, guys, and remember, reach out to your people talk with your friends and family check in everybody is going through a hard time right now um, and the situation might be totally different from person to person but reach out ask the tough questions just check in be there and for anybody who needs help if you don't feel comfortable seeking it out use the hotline or reach out to somebody Love you guys. Have a great day.